You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features unedited audio from a Q&A panel with AJ Machalka and Kimberly Brooks at Beach CityCon 2017. I, I love it when there's a session with another actor because I know sometimes they can't get multiple actors in a room at once schedule-wise, but our fight stuff was together actually. So yeah. it was neat to be in the room and and work one-on-one with, with people that are, that are doing the same that you are, instead of you just like literally reading the sides and yeah. going off that. Um, Crack the Whip was really fun. Yeah. And I remember for the first time hearing you being so impressed by your Thank you. fierceness. Like, because you have such a gentle speaking voice, and then you go into <laughs> Jasper land, and it's like, oh my gosh, I remember being like, what? I mean, we had to give her a special microphone, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> because these, these little ones can't handle Jasper. Jasper blows out the mic. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. So that was a cool episode to get. Ditto, right back at you. It was really <laughs> fun to record with you, and you are so talented and awesome. So, And yeah, it's good to, to be in the session with um, another actor, especially because I feel like I'm just a guest on that show. Um, and I have recorded with the main cast, but... Um, it's, you just get a lot more information when you actually hear the other person yeah. um, doing what they do, and because acting is all about reacting. So if you have someone to react from, you know, it just it just makes it more realistic and just flow a lot better. So, it does. Yeah, it does. Fun. All right. Um, so did you? Were, was there anybody else there with you guys, or was it just the two of you when you recorded? I feel like somebody else. Was there. I don't remember, but I feel like there might have been more people. I think. Um, Maybe Zach was there. Maybe Zach. And I don't know. I think Erica Latrell may have been there oh. too. Oh, you know, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I was like, I feel like there was another girl. Yeah, I would think it was Erica who. Yeah. Um, she also works on Voltron, which is kind of cool because. Oh, that's um, cool. You yeah. guys record together on We that. have recorded together. And there was one session where she couldn't, they had to get, it was ADR which means it's ready to be, you know, finished. So she couldn't be there for whatever reason, so they had me do some of her um, sound effects, like where she's, she hits the ground and does like a, <clears throat> like that kind of stuff. Because I guess our voices kind of are similar similar, similar in temper. So um, that was kind of cool. I'm like, I'm pretending to be her, but also I'm doing Allura in the same scene. So like, <laughs> each other, and I'm like, I gotta make sure I don't sound like Allura getting punched or whatever, so. Totally, yes. and meanwhile you're doing like grunts and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's <laughs> really like, neat, yeah. I love it. Yeah, but I did meet her for the first time working on Steven Universe, so. Cool. Oh, okay, okay. Um, all right, well, uh, if anybody has questions, like, please line up, because, uh, again, like, I've said this every time, I, you don't want to listen to me talk for an hour. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, we got one already. There we go. It's flooded. I know. It's very exciting. Oh, it is working. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's a privilege to be up front. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Very thank cool. you. Thank you. Somebody this weekend said, like, I love your garnet hair, and I'm like, that's not why I did it, but now I wish I would have done it for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um, but uh, first of all, thanks for coming. Um, I think we're all happy to see you. Um, and thanks for being on the show because it's amazing. Um, my question is, is there anything from doing a show that has so many different kind of just life lessons and things that we can learn from? Is there anything you've taken from the series where you're like, wow, I'm taking this into my own life and, and doing something a little different because of what I've learned from the show? Wow, you go first. <laughs> oh my goodness. I kind of got asked that yesterday and I was like, wow, I don't totally know how to answer it because I do feel like this 
series has so many specific messages um, that I feel like ring true with so many people. I, I, I would like to think that I've lived my life as loving and, and inclusive thinking as this show is. Um, so a lot of me feels like the, the, the dialogue I read or the lyrics I read for the songs Rebecca's written, I'm like, wow, this is an amazing thing to remember, but it's something that I've put into my way of life just because I feel like a lot of these life lessons, a lot of us should kind of have instilled in us. Um, so I do feel like I learned new things, but I also feel like the show is a little more of a reminder than like a, I hope you're living this way. Because for me, it's like, I, I really feel like this should just kind of be just everyday type love. And I think that show brings this. Um, and it's a good reminder. So for me, I have to say like something like Mindful Education, the lyrics um, are just a really, <laughs> they just ring really true with me, just just how you treat others. And I, I, I just feel like for me, it's more of a reminder than anything. I literally just talked about that episode of Panel on <laughs> oh, cool. That's so sweet. That's really cool. Um, well, everything obviously that goes on with Lapis um, was, was a big deal, and that has been the you know what most people have come to me and talked to me about, and usually from a perspective of having gone through it or being you know somehow having experienced abuse or you know so it's a really deep topic. Um, so I learned a lot actually from the show, and I learned about bravery because I realize I'm not really that brave because I don't know. Everyone here is just so awesome in the way you guys express yourselves, and you're not afraid to be who you are, and that takes a lot. Um, and so that's I think my thing that I've learned the most, besides what the abuse stuff. I think that's it's it's hard to deal with, but. It's an important topic, but mostly what I've taken away from it is just about being true to yourself and you know accepting others and accepting yourself for who you are. So that's what I'm learning. It's <laughs> awesome. It's really sweet. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, I asked this to AJ yesterday, but what's your favorite line just to say as Jasper? Oh, as Jasper. For some reason, I just got like puny little runs that has become like, <laughs> just it's fun to say. It comes up a lot, like just in my life. So, for some reason, that just, I don't know, that, that particular, those words in that order work for me. I know there's cooler expressions, but that one just, I was writing puny little runs in people's pictures a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't call them puny runs. Like they're out there. Just a statement. Yeah. yeah Watch out for the statement. Those exactly. <laughs> that's, that's probably. Thank you. It's cute. I like that. It's just fun. Um, so I already asked AJ this yesterday, so this is from Kimberly. Uh, what was your favorite episode to voice for? Well, I think Jasper only has like eight episodes or something like that. Am I right? Something like that. Yeah, and it was it was so long ago. They were all fun. They kind of all blend together as far as recording them. Um, I would say my very first episode because I was just kind of creating the character and Rebecca was really specific about what she wanted. And um, like I said yesterday, I don't know if any of you were here about how I kind of came up with the voice. So Betty, thank you, Betty. Um, so that was really fun, and just getting to know Rebecca. And I, like I said, I didn't know much about the show, and I was like, this is 
just so cool. So probably like that very first episode. Thank you. That was a good question. I still, um, I, for those of you who weren't here yesterday, uh, the voice sort of came from a refrigerator salesperson. That's yes. what it was like. Uh, so, and, like, I really just want to write to Rebecca and say, hey, if Jasper ever gets to a point where she is like living on Earth and and, and you know has to have a job, can she please be a refrigerator salesperson? That's yes. amazing. <laughs> That's where it started for you. Yes. That's really, I think that would be amazing. I think that is such right? a Right? Like, please do that. Let's start a campaign. Yeah. Yes. Make Jasper a Sears refrigerator yeah, salesperson. Totally. Yeah. A Sears sponsor. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. That's funny. Over here. So, first of all, Eric, to say it's an honor to see you guys here. Um, I've been watching the show for a while, so it's just great to see you guys in person. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Um, and also, I have. Two questions, if, that, if that's okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so first question, um, Kimberly. Do you happen to know if uh, Jasper is coming back to the series anytime soon? Well, I just assumed she would. I just, I don't know why, because I didn't feel like it was finished. So I've just been waiting for the phone to ring. Literally, like, when is, when is Rebecca gonna call? <laughs> but um, it really hasn't happened yet, to be honest. But like I said yesterday, I heard some rumors. Unfortunately, something got leaked on the internet, but the information is kind of benefits me. Yeah, I've been. <laughs> amazing. I've been, like I've been on leave. Yeah. yeah. Have you not been in season five? No. I'm trying to think. Oh, wait, was that season five? Because they there four. Was that five? Yes. Oh, okay, so yeah. Was that considered five? It's it's they would know. I was yeah. I wasn't sure if it was the end of four. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But. I mean, okay. with the airing schedule, like I don't even know yeah. where those. Seasons I know it's so confusing. When my DVR records it, it's like all out of order, and like I don't yeah. know what's what. So yeah, I can never keep up with that. But I just it's few assume. and far between when you're used. I'm I'm the same way. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know what's happening and when I'm coming back. I'm like two years behind, and then it's like I don't know what's going. Yeah, I yeah. really it's really hard to keep track of it. But I hope so. I don't know, but I really I hope so. I, I hope so too. Um, and then the second question, uh, do any of you know approximately when the hiatus is going to <laughs> Cartoon Network Cartoon Network did specifically say end of fall that we're back. We are there. But technically but technically like I guess October has to finish, right? For it to then Did they change it to winter? Yeah, they changed it to winter. What? <laughs> I don't even know. That's messed up. They tell Wait, you. now I'm hearing 2018. Oh, they better be giving us like four weeks of Stephen bombs. I'm okay? so sorry. You know we have nothing to do with this. No, no, no. Of course not. I love it though. It's like city council. Like everyone's like we're talking. Here, here, here. I feel like I'm. Like, I feel like I'm on Gilmore Girls here. Like, totally. Has anybody watched Gilmore Girls? Yeah. This is very town meeting. Yes, um, it is a town meeting. So, so yeah, I, I Sorry, so they guys. apparently they've pushed it off to winter 2018, which is sad. I, um, I mean, to be fair, fall doesn't actually end until December anyway. So right. So I was thinking there was still hope for this year. Yeah, but so I guess if it's winter, um, and maybe it's going to be very beginning of January because they have done that a couple times where it's you know they've aired a bunch of episodes, you know, first part of January. So fingers crossed. It's 
very soon. Can I ask, because you know, I've been here all weekend doing organizer things, what is this leak? Um, Someone needs to explain it. You can explain okay. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes! Break it down. We got a question over here. Oh, the mic is off. Oh, hers. I want them exotic buttas. I love that. Now, if you don't want to say anything, you can say I'll say something else, but not that. Wait, say it one more time. I want them exotic photos. Yes! <laughs> oh my god. To be fair, like I I don't have any idea what that means. I know, so, I love um, it. You know, but I want it on the show now. I know. <laughs> hey. So it's few and far between. So when we are in an episode, I feel like they're really relevant, which is kind of cool. Like, I'd rather as a character come in randomly to a show and be this exciting of, of a staple to the show just because of how Stefani and Jasper ha have been now kind of considered than, like, be in every episode and not, not really be as much of, like, a staple. So for me, I'm trying to think of, like, a script that's really stood out. Um, I mean, Stefani... I have to say, like, I wasn't expecting that dance scene. And so I think when Stevani gets on the dance floor and, like, I personally love that she, it's not really necessarily a specific line, but I love how she just takes charge and she's like, I'm not your baby. So I guess I do like that line. <laughs> and, and she's like, and basically it's like, I will dance on my own. Like, I don't need a man to dance. And he was totally creeping on her. You guys know the episode. So it was like, it was one of those things where it was like, she was like, I, I can handle this on my own. I don't want to dance with you. And I loved that part because I, I was, when I read it, I was like, I don't know how we're going to film the dancing scene. Like, I don't know what kind of sounds you want. Grunts, movements. That's what gets really tricky is like what I'm going to do in between lines. And so it became one of those things where we were recording and I just started kind of dancing in the booth and I made like my movements 
what I would do with my body, I just was like, what would it sound like if I put a sound to like my leg moving? And so it was like, mm, uh, mm, ah, ah. <laughs> like, and became like beats in my body became verbal. And so that to me was a really hard thing to shoot because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do dance sounds. And it just came out. But that's one of my favorite scenes. That's good. Yeah. Um, ooh, I, I wasn't even thinking about my answer. I was listening. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to answer the question. I'm up on a panel. I forgot. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, our, that, our fight scene was pretty, yeah. in, pretty intense. And that was the same thing. There's a lot of, like, sound. Like, the script will be just, like, a whole page of just, like, sound effects. Yeah. So that's always a little bit, you know, a little daunting because you're like, how do I make this specific sound, and there was a lot in that battle, in a our lot. battle scene, so. Way more than dialogue. Way more than, yeah, yeah, it was like pages of, like, okay, now you can hit an oof, and an ah, and a, you know, and all yeah. those things, so. That was pretty memorable and fun, and you know, it's, I don't know, it's exciting to get to do that, that kind of stuff, because she's such a tough character, I don't know, it's just, it was really fun to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Over here. Hey, um, is there gonna be a Jasper song? That's what I was thinking. We were talking about this yesterday. We were about this. <laughs> I, so. I can't believe Jasper sings with someone. I don't know. Why doesn't Jasper sing? She would sound so great, don't you think? Yes. I love I think that she idea. Needs to lighten up a little bit and sing a song. <laughs> I feel no, like I, think I feel like she would probably have like an angry like a song yeah. that was like angry maybe like, but yeah it wouldn't be like melodic I think it would be a little but we do know that Kimberly can sing because she's been she in rap. musicals rap, so right? yes the rat that would be yeah right. Jasper needs a song <laughs> I almost wonder if it was like like a sweet song like it might be an interesting thing to like have this moment where Jasper just kind of becomes like vulnerable and intimate for a Well, second. it depends if she's corrupted or not, I think, what, it how, does. how she would sound, but yeah. It rapping, does. I think, is... The rapping, I love. Kind of with that. <laughs> I think Shattered Pink Diamond. Oh! Everybody wants to ask this. Oh, my God. I never know the answer to these. I don't either. Who do you think Shattered Yeah, yeah, totally. Pearl. Really? Like she loves it. She loves that She'll the townspeople are upset. <laughs> we're all townspeople. That's just my. We, my we actually um, so was it your panel yesterday where we were one. I can't remember which one of you guys we were talking about it with, but somebody asked like the same question: who they, you know, who they thought shattered Pink Diamond, and uh, yeah, that person, that that attendee uh, thought it was Yellow Diamond, which I think is uh, there's a consensus that it's. Probably her, maybe. I, I don't pay attention to online fandom, y'all sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say Yellow Diamond over Pearl, but I like the controversy with the Pearl answer. Stirring up the controversy right now. <laughs> That's a hard one. Over here? Hi. Hi. Um, you guys both play very different sorts of characters, not only for this show, but for kids' cartoons in general. Like, AJ, you play a fusion between two of our most regular characters, and. Uh, Kimberly, you play a very complex uh, character with a complex history and set of emotions about herself. Mm -hmm. And I, I just wanted to know, uh, what is the most difficult thing you've had to do to portray those characters? Like having to sound like both Stephen and Connie and neither of them at the same time? Or how did you get ja all of Jasper's emotions into her voice without revealing what she's been through or anything like that? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it, it does. It sounds a little cliche to answer that, that that was the hardest part, but it has been the hardest part. Like, I, I was really nervous when I when I poached Stevani because it was my first job as a voice actor. Wow. And, cool. Yeah. And I was like, thanks. And I was like, I don't know how. I mean, I, I knew that I had it down enough to book the job. So I was like, I should just kind of go with what I've done. But I also was like, I don't know how to do this. Like, portraying these two friends, both different sexes, wanting to capture what each of them bring to the show, but then also become this force that isn't either of them, it's a really hard mix. So really what I did is, I, just because of being a fan of the show and, and being able to study a lot of the episodes, I have been able to take what I get from Steven and what I get from Connie, and I am able to just kind of mesh the two, and that naturally becomes its own person. So I kind of stopped overthinking it and just decided to go in the booth, take a little of his laughter, take a little of her laughter, just the way they both giggle. And, and also like both, they're both really sweet and there's a kindness and a naivety to both that I, I feel like if I've captured that, I've probably done a good job. And so it's been the trickiest part of the show to, to play the two, but That's it's hard. But I'm now in a groove, I think, so it's, yeah. I, I mean, I first of all, kudos because Thanks. it's just, First of all, having that be your first job is amazing. Thanks. And congratulations. And to have something so complex to play two characters that we already know combined. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a good job. Um, and for me, I am a voice actor that really relies on the writing and the directing. And I need that so much. So I need that safe environment to go in and play. And Rebecca totally provides that. Um, and she's really specific about what she wants in the writing, and she has a vision. So I'm a pleaser, and I just want her to be happy. So we kind of came up with it together, and um, she explained the complexities. Because really, I only get the script like a couple days before or something like that. And like I said, I was new to the show, and I had no idea what was going on. So um, I just found it that way with working with Rebecca Sugar directly, and it was just it's been a great experience. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. Uh, hey. Uh, so, uh, I know we've been talking a lot, a lot about uh, Jasper's redemption. But I just want to know your opinion, Kimberly, about what you think would happen if Jasper were to have a redemption. Like, how would you want it to play out? Well, because she's so insecure, and that's why people are, people are just really messed up. It's pretty much pinpointed down to their insecurities and what caused that. And when people work on themselves and get themselves past that. Anything's possible. So who knows? Jasper could be an amazing refrigerator salesperson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She, I think the possibilities are endless, and I think she has a good heart because she, she fights for what she believes in. So imagine if that was on a, in a you know in a positive. In a, I think the sky's the limit for her. So something like that. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, AJ. Hi, Kimberly. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm good. Alright, so I do have a question, but it's totally relevant to the same thing about to make it refers to whoever asked, whoever asked, you know, who shattered Pink Diamond from earlier. So there's a theory going on on YouTube, and I forget who posted it, but somebody thinks that Pink Diamond has an astral projection ability, which was never mentioned in the show about <laughs> Rose Quartz having that ability. She thinks she astral projected into a Rose Quartz soldier, and then when she was shattered, she still existed within Stephen, like Rose Quartz herself. Mm -hmm. So we think that Rose Quartz may actually be Pink Diamond. Hmm. However, <laughs> wow. her conscience is still alive within her gem. She's technically Pink Diamond, but just 
you know, I don't think Stephen realizes it yet. So I actually believe that theory very well, and I really want to believe that over, you know, the whole off-color theory, which I think would work really well too. But the astral projection, since it was never mentioned in the show, I think is a really, you know, good idea as to why Pink Diamond was in hiding. And if she was in hiding, we need to know why. There's something going on as to why she was in hiding. So I wanted to know what you guys thought of that. I wish Rebecca Sugar was here right now. <laughs> I did too. That's like, I don't know. We found that out last night. I know. And, and this was someone on YouTube that was kind of explaining it? Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I personally love the concept. I love the idea. I mean, we really, truly as a cast don't know. And if we did, we honestly couldn't say. But I have no idea. But, if that's I, but so the projection specific. is really specific. Yeah. Kind of a beautiful idea, living through Rose. I mean, it does, it totally makes sense. And it, that idea should be validated. It's and maybe if it's not her idea yet, if it's put out there. <laughs> <laughs> it could she, she might just be like, that's awesome. I gotta go with that. <laughs> so I don't know. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Are you ever. Do you like binge watch old episodes that you guys were in? <laughs> I can't say that I do that, but my mom had never seen the show, and so I actually did go through like I think I've only been in like four that have aired or five, um, and I, I did go through them with my mom, and we sat and watched them together. So that was kind of a binge episode. Like she loved hearing me do the do, do the voice, and she had never seen the show. So that was my version of binging, but it wasn't due to me like curious about listening to myself again. It was more just like, Mom, watch this. <laughs> I haven't um, watched my own episodes, but I, when I booked the role, I went and watched what was you know up till the part where I was going to be um, that was available. Um, so that's what I did watch, but I, I need to do it. I, since coming to this convention, I'm like, I really need to rewatch all of it. <laughs> it's just really cool. The way my DVR records it, though, like, what's the best way to watch the entire thing? Hulu. Uh, iTunes? Hulu? Yeah. Okay. I got uh, yeah. so I'm on it. If you, okay, if you have be a, able to watch it as one continued thing. Just yeah. watch out order, right? Because yeah. my DVR does not. Because it's, it's got the order, it's got everything in there. It's got the yeah. shorts, too. Oh, yeah, okay. see, that's the thing. Sometimes you can miss the shorts if you don't, yeah. No, but I will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we're going yeah. right. to binge. I kind of want to rewatch all yeah. that. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I just wanted to start by saying thank you both for coming because I know, like, I know you're getting paid and stuff, but still, you, it's your time. And it's, 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 your time is important to you. You can use it any way you want. You're using it to spend with us, and I think that's real cool. That's sweet. So thank you both. Uh, but uh, I am going to be moving to LA this next year to pursue a career in stand comedy and acting. Oh, cool. And so I would like to know, as professional entertainment people, what is your number one advice for someone who's looking for a career in entertainment? That's hard. That's hard. Um, this is going to maybe sound a little corny, and I, I hope it doesn't come off this way, but. It, it really is important who you surround yourself with. Um, I, think, I think that goes for anything you do. But I think especially entering the, the business, I think it's really important to connect yourself with the proper team and the people that are going to back you and believe in you, but also not be afraid to tell you no or afraid to tell you that this is maybe not right for you. 
Um, I call them yes people. I think get yes people out of your life as much as possible and get people in that are going to say no and combat you on something that maybe you think is right for yourself and meanwhile it's not. Um, and, and really it's, it's important to not put all your eggs in one basket. I think pursuing a dream is so important and, and an incredible thing to do and it's amazing that you're moving away to pursue acting and stand-up comedy. But I also would find other outlets in your life that bring happiness and excitement um, so that they're feeding kind of the entertainment side of you instead of the entertainment side of you feeding your life. That's really good advice. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing this for a really long time. Um, and I'm actually from LA, but I meet a lot of people um, that move there. And you know, so there's a lot of people doing the same thing. So you'll be in a good environment. But ultimately, this goes for everything in life. It's just about believing in yourself um, having confidence, and it's, you know, that's something that you acquire, you know, over time, but don't be afraid to make mistakes, because that's how you learn, and everything is, you know, you, you know, I, I have a whole story I could tell you, but basically, I got fired from a job because I was, I worked at the Grammy Awards, and I was in a support artist, but, um, I was getting all these auditions, um, because I was just pursuing my dream, and, um, I would get back late or whatever, and they fired me. I was like devastated, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I don't know if I would have taken that chance to like really believe that I could do this for a living. And so that was like you know something I was you know really upset about, but turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. Believe in yourself. Take chances, and don't if someone says no, 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 just keep pursuing your dream because every successful person has a story about someone told them no but they kept doing it. So, good luck. Good luck. And be prepared for a lot of traffic. <laughs> a lot of traffic. Be patient. Hey again. Uh, <laughs> you guys have, like, have you ever gone to like a drastically different voice and had to go to like another voice that was just drastically different, like Alora and Jasper, Kimberly? You mean like in one show? Like, not in one show, but like, you had to do one show, and then you had to race over somewhere else and do like a drastically different character. Oh yeah, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Example. Um, well, ugh, let's see. Um, I was saying yesterday that I work on South Park, and I play this prostitute. Really? Uh, yeah. Her name is Clancy, and she spells it with an I. Um, so, that's amazing. And so I. And that show is really fun to work on because they record really late at night. So sometimes my sessions are at 11 p.m. And um, so I go into the studio, but during the day I will have been playing Doc McStuffins' mom. And I would be like, you know, come on, Doc, how's everything going today? You know, and then I'll go and play classy or whatever. So I feel like I'm so lucky because it's like a little bit schizophrenic, but it's acceptable. So um, yeah, so definitely I've had that experience for sure. What about you? I haven't had that experience a lot unless it's like auditions maybe back to back where you're recording for a commercial for AT&T and then you're doing a voice over for Stevani. You know what I mean? So nothing like dramatically different, but I did recently book um, another really cool show that is a remake of a series that was out years ago. Um, I can't say what it is because it's not announced yet, but oh, cool. I know, but it's, it's coming out next year on Netflix. I know. Awesome. I know. And I, I play the best friend of the, of the lead girl. And 
my character um, is part animal. I don't want to really say what animal, but <laughs> so I'm able to kind of use those animal sounds as a way of recording. And I had to like get to know that animal really well. And I didn't grow up with that pet. So I was like, this is really something interesting that I'm adding to my repertoire of sounds. So I go from, you know, fighting Estebani to then being this part girl, part house pet. And um, I can see minds in the audience working, trying to figure out what Tony is talking about. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's a ridiculous answer because it's not fair. But but yes, so that has been my closest encounter of of doing like back-to-back sessions where I've gone from one to the other. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh, another lapis. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Um, I actually have a question for you. I'm sure that you've been asked this kind of thing before, but there, um, some people say that Lapis was part abused during the relationship. Some people don't say that. Was what part of was part abused, and she was not only being abused; she was also abusive towards Jasper. What are your What's your take on that? Um, I can see that perspective. I really can, um, and I think they're both in this relationship where, where they have their own agendas. And they serve something in each other, and you know, obviously there's a service too. But I mean, there's there's a reason that they fuse. I I don't I think I can definitely see that perspective, but I don't want to say for sure that that's exactly what it is. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna say I can see that. I can see that angle for sure. Thank you. Thanks. Hi. Hi. Um, more of a question for um, for AJ, uh, but feel free to. Uh, is it difficult going from, like, you do a lot of singing uh, as well. Uh, is it difficult going from a singer to a voice actor uh, or back and forth? Um, I don't think so. I think the two really complement each other. Just, I was talking about this yesterday that I grew up just loving being around mics, whether it was a prop or a real mic. And so for me, I think vocal dynamics are so important when you're singing, but they're also so important when you're voice recording. So. I feel like between being a recording artist and then going to you know a session and recording Stevani, I, I actually feel like they they are a really interesting marriage kind of between the two. I've learned a ton. My only thing that I get sometimes concerned of is overdoing something vocally in the studio and then not feeling like I have enough preserved to go sing. So I haven't really been working on a record at the same time as doing a lot of like consistent voice work. But there have been sessions where I'm like, hey, if you guys have enough in the library, like, I'm not going to be able to do this fight scene today. You know, I'm, I'm singing today, and I need to kind of save my voice. But I've gotten to a place where I know how to use it a lot more properly. So I feel like I'm, I'm smarter now with, with how I use it. That's really cool. Yeah. Interesting question. Thank you. Um, so I might be about to embarrass somebody in the audience. If I do, I'm really sorry. Um, my question was, is there any particular fan creation, you know, art, shirts, sculpture, anything that uh, has stuck with you, but I think I know Kimberly's answer, because I just found somebody posted art of Jasper selling a refrigerator. (laughs) Amazing! Who made that? Like, somebody created that, like, so fast. I <laughs> <laughs> so you a pic of her like selling fridges. Oh my God. That's, incredible. that's incredible. 
And that's all because you talked about your voice inspiration. Oh my god, I gotta find Betty. <laughs> yeah. You need to find Betty. I do. She where where was she know. working? This was at Sears it in was Santa Sears. Monica, California. Yeah, that's I gotta look Betty up. I seriously am going to because that's just so. That's amazing. That's funny. So yes, you answered. Yes. That's been the coolest. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, for me. I, Honestly, the cosplay here has been amazing because to have the first con where it's dedicated to one show is is truly exciting. Like yeah. to see how everyone's kind of visually um, taken their favorite character and made it into their own is, is to me the most exciting part about this con. But there's one girl in particular who I love her personality. She's a rose quartz and she's it's one of the best rose quartz I've seen. You know what? I don't think she's in here. But she literally like called me out from across the room before she came to the table and was like, you're partly my baby. And I, <laughs> and I was like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And she's right. Like, I got Technically, some, yes. I got some Steven in me. She's kind of my mom. So, so that, that, was my, that, was the, that was the funniest encounter. Oh my had. God, I love it. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this question is kind of more for Kimberly, but AJ can also answer it. You know, I realize I know your voice from a lot of different characters, primarily obviously Jasper and then like Ashley from Mass Effect and Laura. And I guess for both of you, who has been your favorite character to play, either live action or voice <coughs> acting, and then who's just been your favorite character in general that you've gotten to voice act? Oh, that's a really good question. And things are like, I'm very sentimental, so like, um, I said this yesterday, I worked on Scooby-Doo with the original cast, like with Frank Walker, and um, also with uh, Casey uh, Kasem, and uh, just the original cast, that was really amazing. And I was one of the Hex Girls, so we got to sing and all that stuff, so. That's cool. Um, and I was working with Jane Whelan, and I don't know if you guys know her, but she's one of the Go-Go's, the band, the Go-Go's, that were very popular when I was growing up. So I was singing with the, basically the Go-Go's. And um, she did a lot of the arrangements, and we went to um, a studio in Hollywood, and I got to be you for a little bit and sing, and oh. I was a singer. Um, but it was really, that was really memorable for me. It wasn't like my biggest role or anything. But right now I'm loving Allura, and I'm loving doing um, work, because I get to work with the cast a lot. We work together and record together a lot, and we've gotten so close, and I think that show has a good message too. Just like uh, Steven Universe, I think I'm, I'm just really lucky to work on such um, sh meaningful shows. So it's all good, it's all, I'm just pinching myself every single day, so it's, it's wonderful. Thank you for that question. <laughs> Okay, hi. hi. My question for you, for both of you, if you could cosplay as any other character from the show other than the ones you voice acted as, which would you? From this show. From Steven Universe. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna copy your answer. That's really hard. Um, <laughs> I think Peridot. <laughs> yeah, that would be good because that's actually my real birth my real birthstone. Oh, yeah. oh is it? Mm -hmm. cool. I love it. Can I ask a follow up question then? Yeah. Did y'all say Claude's? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, I love how she says it. Oh yeah, you Claude's, <laughs> which I can't really do well. That what's, sounded uh, good. Yeah, it really yeah. did. It oh, really cool. did. Kimberly, what's uh, what's your character that you would? Oh, I was gonna cosplay. say Greg. 
Greg? Yes! Seriously, come on, how awesome would that be? I love Greg. I would rock that so much. Right. <laughs> Pull up in a van. You clods. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> that was good. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. She's got a really unique sound. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> okay, so I'd like to ask for voice acting. What's the usual routine of an average recording session? Excellent question. Very good. Very good question. Um, well, when I work on Steven or, or the other show I'm on, it's usually like, all right, you're coming in from nine to one. We're going to do an episode and we might do some pickups from another episode where we need like some fight sounds or some grunts and then we might pick up some ADR. Um, so you can get thrown a lot of things and sometimes you can do two episodes at once. But a lot of times lately I've been alone, so it'll just be me in the session with the director, and we'll kind of go over the animatics, and they'll play on a screen your actions, so you can at least see, like, I'll see what Stevani's doing. Like when we did um, Beach City Drift, I was able to see, like, exactly how the car looked and what the race would look like, even though nothing was colored or animated yet, I'd at least be able to see, like, the movement of each, of each scene. And that really helped. And then from there, we recorded all the dialogue, and then you're out. I mean, it's really a, it's pretty straightforward. a quick, straightforward, kind of bizarre process. And, and what's also interesting is I work in a lot of different studios all over and different shows. Everyone does it differently. But Cartoon Network is the only studio that actually uses storyboards. Like in you know film, they actually storyboard the show. And, that's, I, and I worked for Cartoon Network and for years. And so they've always done it. And back in the day, before digital, they used to play with Messenger to my house, the big giant package of storyboards. Like, and you would just get this, it's thick. That's so cool. Yeah, that's, that's how old I am, though. Now they're <laughs> they like, oh, we could just send you a file, a, a PDF. But generally, um, it's this big giant storyboards. I used to work on this show, and WB, too, Cartoon Network, same thing, they bought them. Um, they, uh, I used to work on this show called Mutual Lucha a really, really long time ago. <laughs> Those were the craziest storyboards ever because it was all fighting, it was all wrestling and everything. So it would just be, and then they think they also get a dialogue recording script that they give, they provide you actually at the session that just has numbered your numbered lines. So when she's talking about the animatic, they put the storyboard on the screen so you're actually seeing what the action is. Which they don't do that most of the time. You're just making it up in your head. So you don't. There's descriptions. There's written descriptions of what's happening. So that's really unique about Cartoon Network. Um, and like she was saying, basically, you, you have a session from nine to one, you're booked for four hours, and you go in and you record, and Rebecca's excellent at describing what she wants, and usually the sessions go pretty smoothly, and hopefully other actors are there, yeah. too, so you can I love have that camaraderie, but um, that's pretty much the way it goes. Great question. I know this isn't really a question, but I'm, but I'm 95% sure I know, I know the answer to the woman who asked, um, who, who shattered Pink Diamond? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think? Sure? Well, who do you think? I'm pretty sure Rose Quartz did. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be like a like a knockdown drag out fight over this. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure I heard from the show that that Rose was the one who shattered Pink Diamond. Was, was that's certainly what Yellow Diamond wants us to think. There you go. Do you think we'll ever find out? Like, is that something that needs yeah, to be Yeah, will explained? that go unsolved, or...? Is it just going to be this mystery forever? 
Probably a mystery, but your observation, you're very confident in your observation. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Great question. Hey. Hi. Um, so, Stevani plays a very they, them identifying person, and Jasper is very masculine. Um, what's it like to play characters that break binaries and are very masculine, or at least very different from how you personally identify? Awesome. Really awesome. Yeah. Because, you know, as an African-American woman, I'm, we're often not included in things like, so I totally identify with that 100%. Um, so it definitely resonates with me, and everyone should be represented, and everyone should be allowed to be who the hell they want to be. <laughs> and so um, I'm just, I love that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get goosebumps when I think about it, because, like, I didn't know about the show, and then when I found out, I was just like, it's just awesome. So, yeah. It's, and, and, you know, it's, it's also educational. Like, everyone's not, like, hip to it. So not because they're not hip, but because they don't know or understand. So... That's why this is really important, and it's going to be a part of it. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, for me, it's like it, it's empowering to play a role that's that's kind of I think a couple of the first non-binary roles ever on. Yeah, Network. I know. And I have friends that identify with themselves as non-binary, so it's like for me to be able to play a, a, a role like Stevani is I, I kind of do it for them, which is really neat, and for you guys, it's just cool. It's 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 empowering, and it's how it should be. And if that's how people. Um, find confidence in the fact that th this is who I am and if I'm watching it on TV I feel more comfortable to do it because it's actually been televised then we're doing something right. Thank you. Yeah. Hello. I have two questions for both of you but I was wondering if I could hear like an impression of your characters screaming like you're about to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always for Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> just amazing. We can do it. Should I go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I sound before we fight. I know. Um, <laughs> I guess it would be like... <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. none, none, none of our mics can handle that. Oh <laughs> I love that. So good. I still live this mic up too. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> none, none of our mics can handle Jasper. Yeah, Jasper. <laughs> nope. Uh, and you had a second question? Was that, was, did you have another question or? Um, 
<laughs> How do you think if are Stephen and Connie ever going to fuse again? Because it just seems like mad at him due to the new sneak peek, and like if he's always like going to be in trouble all the time, he just go missing. Right. Like, how are they ever going to have that relationship with, like, or balance? It's a good question because they're not in the best place right now with their friendship, as you, you know. Um, they do fuse again, which I can say. So, Stevani's coming back, which is really exciting. And they kind of, I think, find mutual ground and, and go back to their roots. They, they realize exactly who their best friend is and they find each other again. Yes. I mean, friends fight, you know, friends fight. Friends fight. So, and, and, and if it's, if the friendship is good and strong, which we know theirs is, uh, there, you know, there's almost always a way to fix that. So, yeah. uh, centipede all. Um, have you ever done something in recording booth that the animators thought, oh, that's cool, I'm going to make a character do that? Like a facial expression or a certain gesture or something? Or no. Well, yeah, and especially on a show that you've been working on and you really know your character and like, um, yeah, a lot of that happens on actually, I'm just gonna talk about uh, Voltron just for a second because with Allura, um, the whole accent thing and like they're writing and they, they would sometimes write things that didn't just, just didn't sound right the, the way Allura would say them. So sometimes we would change them on the spot. I would just say them the, the way I thought that Allura would say it and they would be like, oh, we're gonna change that. Or a little gesture or something like that. So that's really cool and it's flattering when, when they trust you enough to be able to you know make adjustments to something they've been working on. But um, it does come up and it's cool when that happens because usually it's pretty organic. And then they're like, oh, that's funny or that'll work or that's, I didn't think of that or something like that. But when that happens, it's really cool. Yeah, I think for me, I'm not sure if there's been something I've done specifically where they're like, oh, that's something that we should absolutely use or add to the character. Um, but I do feel like um, Rebecca knowing I was a singer, I, I do think that kind of brought in some of the singing, which is really neat from what I know. Um, so a song like Mindful Education, and there's another song actually coming up when they do air. Um, oh, so cool. Yeah, which will be really fun, another duet. Um, that. I, yeah, I feel like that kind of randomly, it, it, or not randomly, it, it intentionally got put into the character due to the fact that she knows I sang. So I, I think that that was something that was a really cool add on. Hi. Hi. I'm really nervous. I don't like large crowds. <laughs> <laughs> you look beautiful. Oh, you look so cute. Thank you. I love your hair. It took forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's really wow. impressive. Thank you. I was wondering, um, I know you guys are like behind the scenes a lot and like you work in a studio and everything, so you never really get the chance to like go out and step into conventions, but will you guys ever consider cosplaying one day as your characters? I the whole Steve Universe team do it one day? Oh, that would be awesome. I wish they, if they invite me, I'll be there. And I will definitely <laughs> do it. Um, but I did cosplay for Mass Effect um, as Ashley Williams, but it was a fan made the most amazing, you know, just perfect uniform and I did and I did that and it was awesome. I have no talent for that, and I'm so that's why I'm so impressed with so many of you artistic people here. Um, but I, someone would have to definitely help me with it. <laughs> but yeah. that's that's a really cool question. I, I would in a heartbeat. I mean, for me, I feel like it could be a really a cool opportunity. Not that it has to be Halloween, but with Halloween coming up, I've never thought about playing a character that I voice, and it could be a really fun thing. I'm seeing all these Devonis here, and I'm like. 
this might be really neat for me this year because I have not figured out my costume and I dress up every year. So maybe cosplay for me the first time is going to be Halloween. I don't know. I, I would really need help with the, the wig. That's the problem for me is hair. You can ask me why. Can some tips? That's amazing. I'll need some tips. But I would absolutely do it. Okay. And then one other question I have for Kimberly. Um, I guess the episode when Jasper became corrupted, how were you able to evoke that emotion? Because I know like that was very difficult for you to do. That was, yeah, and I, I wasn't all that prepared for it. I mean, um, like I said, I got it maybe, sometimes I feel like I get the scripts like the day before. At least I do with Voltron. Literally, I'll get them at like nine o'clock at night and then my session's at 9 a.m. But anyway, <laughs> upon my years of experience and able to, you know, being able to get into a character. And I, you know, obviously I, I voiced her before, so I had, you know, I kind of knew where she was coming from, but that was really fun. It's fun to get to do that and play something that's not just flat for whatever. It was just, you know, it was unexpected, but it was really fun. So I hope I answered your question. That wasn't really how you put it, but yeah. Seriously, AJ, you need anybody to... <laughs> <laughs> You're so sweet. Uh, yes. What is your favorite scene you have this episode and why? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so hard. Um, gosh, I said this yesterday, but I love anything with Lars and Sadie. I mean, for me, I really, I, I do feel like because it's the... It sounds kind of cliche, but I think because it was the introduction to Stevani, I do have to say Alone Together is probably my favorite episode. Only because when it is airing and I'll catch it, I, it just brings back just happy vibes for me that it's like the beginning of the character I created. So I'm really proud of that episode. And I just love that discovery of her. Like I'll, I'll never forget there was, um, I, I guess, I, I wasn't there, but I guess there was a panel going on when they, like they, at, at, at the San Diego Comic-Con a couple years ago, they aired that episode, or they aired a clip of it, of the fusion happening, and I just heard through other cast members that people like went nuts, because it was such an interesting fusion between Connie and Steven, and it was cool to see for the first time. And I just feel like that excitement that people get from that fusion is, is something that, that makes me really excited. So that, that episode for me is, is the one I love the most, because it's the beginning of Stevani. I wish I knew all of the episodes like you guys did and I could just rattle them off, but I really honestly don't. I know what I've seen. I, for some reason, I'm, I'm obsessed with the Greg character because it's just, he's so, just, I don't know. I just don't. He's really cool. Like, yeah, he's a cool he's, dad. He's a cool dad, <laughs> and I don't know. I just I just thought that was really cool. I, you guys all saw the van up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so cool. <laughs> um, just to let you guys know, we are on, a, on our last question over here. Yeah. That was so fast. Yeah, I know. Oh Hi. Unfortunately. You look amazing. Thank you. Um, I, just, I, I know you've worked in a lot of studios together, I know, with other people, but what is Rebecca Sugar like? <laughs> <laughs> so nice. She's like, always smiling. Sweet. Yeah, painfully sweet. I was lucky enough to be invited to her house for her Christmas party, and she lives in a super cool house, of course, like, it's just like her, it's just 
kind of quirky and like it was like this weird staircase to get down and it's kind of like it, I didn't even feel like I was in LA it oh, was wow. like in the hills and it was just really cool but she's the nicest person always smiling very kind she's kind of shy and you know and I love that she's just she's really real and like I said the other day I met her brother um, the last time I was at Cartoon Network, and they are very similar, and they look exactly alike, and he looks like Steven and everything, so. Um, just very nice people. <coughs> very talented and very, very smart. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> um, actually, we can do one more over here. Hi. Hi. So I might have been here the whole time, and I don't know if someone's asked this already, but... What's your favorite Steven Universe song? Song? <laughs> I know that's horrible to just say, like, mindful education. <laughs> I, I really do love that song. I mean, we, we played it live recently at the New York Comic Con. It was just Rebecca on her ukulele, and then Estelle and I sang together. And I hadn't sang it in a long time until I, like, not since I recorded it. And to sing it live again and just hear those lyrics, they just resonate with me. I, I, I love it. I, honestly, I think Rebecca's songwriting is just as brilliant as her, as her dialogue and her script writing. I mean, she is, she's just so, she's just innovative and, and ahead of the curve and also timeless in a way. It's just, her messages, to me, it's really, it's not easy songwriting. It, it's to get a message out without sounding preachy in a certain way through song is really tricky and I think she nails it. So for me it's yeah, I think it'll always be my education. That's really cool. I can't talk that answer. Because <laughs> I also don't know all of the songs either. So um, I don't either. But I just I need I actually need the soundtrack. I know. That's Wait, there's I mean. the do you guys have the volume one? Yeah yeah. Yeah, okay. That's well, what I need to get. I mean I'm really like <laughs> yeah, that's really good. But I think the theme song is also really cool. Like I, when I wa when I was watching it I could Thank you guys so much. Um, and AJ, you will be in the Dominion for autographs, yes. right? I'm and gonna, and you too. I think I'm going to be there too for okay. a while. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay. So they will be in the Dominion for autographs. Thank you guys.